You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, Episode 26. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. As an executive and mentor coach, as well as being a coach educator, I'm really passionate about the field of coaching and about helping coaches build their confidence and their competence so that they can create desired changes one client at a time and impact the world one client at a time. Part of building that confidence is getting clear about how we are going to reach our audience or how we bring value and how we can share a message that really resonates with them. We recently had social media strategist Tanya Smith on the show, and she spoke about how video is really trending and is something that we need to take advantage of because it's the thing to do And there are so many platforms surrounding us that can support that. However, as we all know, just because something is hot or something is trending doesn't mean that we're comfortable doing it or that we even know how to do it. And that's where today's guest comes to the rescue. Sweet Lou Bortone is known as the video godfather. He has been a pioneer and thought leader in video since the launch of YouTube back in 2005. He's helped thousands of entrepreneurs create and leverage online videos to build their brands and dramatically grow their revenues. So it seemed like a really good fit to bring Lou to talk with us today. Prior to his industry-leading work in online video marketing, Lou spent over 20 years as a marketing executive in the television and entertainment industries, including stints as the national promotion manager for E! Entertainment Television and senior vice president of marketing for Fox Family Worldwide in LA. Lou is a great guy was very willing to come and share his expertise. He has a new book coming out. So watch for it. Video Marketing Rules, How to Win in a World Gone Video. Lou joins the show today to share some insider tips on how we can leverage video to build our brands as coaches and to better reach our audiences in a way that we can bring value and build our credibility and trust with our audience. So let's go to our interview with Lou Bortone. I want to welcome Lou Bortone to the show today. Lou is a video expert. He is everything video. And I have been stalking him to get him to come onto the show, and he's been gracious enough to do so. So Lou, thanks for joining us today. And um, I think video can be kind of intimidating for people who are maybe unaware of what to do with it or how 
how it functions, but we keep hearing video is the thing to do. So Lou, yes. if video is the thing to do, how does a coach get started using video to help build brand, build their business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, Meg. It's interesting because a lot of people, myself included, believe it or not, are not really that fond of being on camera on that part of the video. And I always say, you know, unless you're a news anchor or a Kardashian, you're not used to having a camera in your face all the time. So it's something that we just have to, you know, kind of get used to. Even something as innocuous as a video interview like this can be, you know, a little intimidating. It's like, okay, what's what's my dog doing down there? And what's going on up there? So it does take a little getting used to, but uh, it's also easier than ever to get started with video for coaches because there are so many platforms, so many ways to come at it, so many tools that you can use that just make it really, really simple and somewhat less intimidating to get started. And one of the things that I usually recommend for coaches just getting started is to find sort of the low-hanging fruit. So if you have a smartphone or an iPhone and you have Facebook or YouTube, you can with a couple of you know clicks be broadcasting live to Facebook or to YouTube or to any other number of platforms. Usually Facebook's probably the most widespread. So that's a great way to get your feet wet because you don't have to have a certain time limit. You don't have to really worry too, too much about the production or the lighting or things like that because Facebook is kind of meant to be in the moment and on the fly. So that's a really good way to sort of dip your toes in the water without having to be an expert swimmer, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, and then once, you know, you've got a few Facebook lives under your belt, you may start to say, okay, now I can do some, some tips on YouTube, or maybe I can do a sales video or a welcome video for my homepage. Um, you know, there are many, many, many ways to come at it. So that's the good news is that it is easier than ever. You don't need a lot of equipment and it doesn't take much to get started. Okay, excellent. And and I would say that from your, you know, Facebook Live tends to be a little more forgiving. People know that you're live mm -hmm. and that it's not going to be this wonderful production. Yep. But in that, when when um, when you say that you don't need a lot of equipment to get started with video, I mm -hmm. think people might think video is expensive or video. You've, it's got to be you know, the, the mm -hmm. words coming across the screen and the, and the, somebody has to be videotaping me. And right. so I'll, I'll, what about sort of the production of a video? Mm -hmm. Again, it depends on the video that you're creating. So, you know, I always say, you know, use the old Stephen Covey quote, begin with the end in mind. Okay. What do you want the viewer to do? What kind of video are you creating? If you're creating just a quick Facebook live video to give somebody a heads up about an event or maybe you're, you know, at a destination, um, you know, you really don't need a lot of equipment. Facebook Live is really kind of meant to be uh, done mobile with mobile, with a mobile device, although as of uh, a couple days ago, you can do it from desktop as well, which is also easier. So people say, oh, okay, I need a lot of equipment, well, you know, what do I, what camera do you use? And I say, this is it, folks, that's the only camera I have other than my, you know, my webcam on my computer. Um, that's it. I mean, that's you're really... using your iPhone for all the videos and you do a lot of videos. Yep. And then again, if you're doing, you know, I always say, well, you know, you can think in terms of, of the in the moment live streaming videos like Facebook live or Periscope, or you can think, okay, I need to do a video for my homepage and this one's going to have some shelf life and this one's going to be sort of a first impression video. Uh, so in that case, those are the types of videos where maybe you spend more time, maybe you have 
some help with it, to, you know, get somebody to shoot it for you or with you. Um, and those are the videos where, you know, okay, maybe I should put some graphics on and go a little further and, and step it up a bit because that's representing your brand. But, um, you know, I would say probably 80% of the videos you're going to create are those, you know, sort of uh, on the fly, don't worry too much about the production kind of videos. Okay. Which so I think you, is probably a relief to most Yeah, to most I think we just heard, like, did okay. you hear the collective sigh of relief? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you did, you mentioned a couple things there that I think are key. One, and this goes to your, the, the tips that you sent out recently mm -hmm. about, you know, video missteps. So one was right. be strategic with your, know what the end of in mind is, be yeah. strategic in what you do with your video. And mm -hmm. then the second is that, um, when you when it's going to have shelf life, I like that. Yep. So if it's going to be around a while, invest in it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So the those videos, you know, perhaps it's the homepage video on your website. You know, very important first impression video. Maybe you're selling, you know, a six month thousand dollar coaching program. You know, so you don't want a, a really schlocky, quickly thrown together video. You if you put it if you're putting a video on your sales page, you want that to you know look professional. So. If I want a video to look professional mm -hmm. uh, and I don't necessarily want to spend thousands to have, you know, sort of a production company come in and do it, what are some of the things available out there that, that maybe I can work with to do mm -hmm. things like you talked about graphics or, yep. or making it, bringing it up to another level without it being necessarily, you know, mm -hmm. NBC? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that, again, comes down to the question of whether or not you want to be on camera or off camera, because okay. you don't necessarily have to be on camera. Um, oftentimes, if I do a sales page video and a sales video, I might say, you know what, I think this one will work well with animation or PowerPoint or words, you know, being narrated. So I may go to a, an app like um, Adobe Spark, which is an iPad app, free iPad app that allows you to kind of tell a quick little story and add animation and add your own voice and upload that. And that's my sales video. So you're using a free app on the iPad that's very user-friendly, you know, to create graphics and images and words and things like that. So you've basically just created your animated sales video and you never had to, you know, go do your makeup or wardrobe or anything for, for an on-camera video. And since some of us are real basic, when you say, and then you upload it, are you talking about oh, nice. uploading it to YouTube or where would you upload it? Um, again, it depends where that, where the video is going to end up. So if you're doing a sales video and, you know, I use lead pages, for instance, so I'll upload the video to YouTube and then take what YouTube gives you as an embed code that you then can put on your website or on lead pages or wherever that video may end up. So YouTube is a great sort of all-purpose one-stop shop for video hosting because it's free. You know, it's a huge search engine, so it's a great place to be found. So I oftentimes will sort of make that my first stop for videos. Uh, if I have a video on YouTube, I can share it on my blog. I can send it to um, LinkedIn or Twitter or things like that. So it's really a very useful uh, place to, to use sort of as a hub for your videos. Excellent. While we're on YouTube, I know this question is on some people's minds, so I'm throwing it out there. Mm -hmm. On YouTube, you have to pick a category when you put mm -hmm. it in. So it's something like public or list, unlisted or yep. private or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, how does one choose how they do that? Right. Um, if you're uploading a video to YouTube, you know, obviously, if you want the most views and you want the world to see it, you make it public. 
And I typically use the, the how-to category because that's a lot of people use YouTube again as a search engine and they may be typing in how to do such and such. Okay. Um, you can also make it unlisted, which means only those people with the link can see it. So if I have a video that's maybe for, you know, my, my uh, private clients or my, you know, membership community, I may just give them the link and then they can go and find it, but the general public wouldn't be able to see it. Um, private is really like, oh my gosh, that's, you know, almost no one can see it unless you give them express consent to see it. So um, typically, you know, if you want the, the biggest bang for your buck and you want to be seen, you just make your video public and probably use a, a how-to category, which is pretty general. So you're not, um, you know, uh, limiting it. And then the other thing that's most important about YouTube, and it's so simple that people overlook it, is title, description, and tags, the three fields that they let you fill out. Um, and the title really is everything because that's how search engines are going to find it. So, you know, my awesome video is probably not the best title. <laughs> the best video ever comes yeah. in. Yeah, okay. It's, you know, more like how to do X, Y, Z, maybe, you know, something much more specific. And the same with the description. The description has to be, you know, obviously has to describe what the video is, include links uh, back to your website. And then the tags, are, it's uh, YouTube's word for keywords. So obviously you want to get your your keywords in there as well. So those are just the three main areas that you have to keep track of um, that are most important when uploading a video to YouTube. That's really helpful because uh, I think sometimes people will think private means just for the people that I want to see, but really it, mm -hmm. it's really unlisted that you want to do that for yeah. and you're going to share the link with them. Mm -hmm. um, and now you talked about the how to category, I think. Mm -hmm. Is there yeah. actually categories in there that you you... Or yeah, they have, you know, entertainment, it. education, you know, okay. there, there are different categories with it, but it's, I, you know, usually the default is how to, and that's um, typically a pretty safe bet because it's not going to um, limit the video. Um, again, you want the video to be seen by as many eyeballs as possible. So you want to make, you know, make sure that your title is really specific and, and keyword friendly. And again, make sure that your description is also, you know, tell people exactly what's, what's in the video because that's how search engines are going to uh, find it. Very helpful stuff. So you talked about if you don't want to be on camera, what about those people who actually want to do uh, where they're talking and they want mm -hmm. maybe graphics to come across and um, yeah. so the other kind of video maybe? Yeah, I mean, and there's, you know, that's a really powerful way to do video, obviously, because being on camera and being, you know, doing something like this helps build know, like, and trust. People can kind of see you, get a feel for you. So on camera, you know, uh, sometimes called talking head videos are really powerful one, a great way to engage and connect with your potential clients. And again, you know, if you're doing something like this, like an interview, um, which you can also do on, you know, Facebook or other platforms, um, that's a nice way to, to do it. It's nice and clean. You know, you don't necessarily need graphics. You could take the video afterwards and add um, lower thirds, which is sort of those little identifiers on the, on the bottom third of the screen. Um, oftentimes what I'll do, especially if I'm doing an on-camera video, is I'll I'll add a quick little animated introduction and maybe some graphics, maybe some music underneath. You know, a few little edits and a few little tweaks can really make a big difference in a video. So a little editing goes a long way, but at the same time, I don't want to, you know, say that you have to edit because, again, just a, a raw video from Facebook 
if it's a compelling message that's hitting the right target market, then that may be all you need. Excellent. When you do use editing, what are, what are some of your favorite editing tools? Uh, well, because, you know, it's sort of what I do for a living. So I have kind of higher end stuff like Adobe After Effects and Final Cut Pro. For folks who don't want that steep a learning curve, you can use YouTube. There's actually a little video editor on YouTube. Uh, so you can go in and trim the clip. Maybe, you know, if I made a mistake or Rocco started barking during an interview, I could cut that piece out. So YouTube has an onboard editor that's free. Um, another one that I like to use because um, it's online is called We Video, W-E Video. And I believe they have a free version and they allow you to do some, you know, pretty basic editing. And with We Video, because it's online, it doesn't matter whether you're on a Mac or a PC. Um, you can really just clean up the video and add some graphics and music and things like that. Excellent. What about sort of the services that, that what do people use to get the graphics on, to get um, mm -hmm. like, you know, words on the screen with them and those kinds of things? Yeah. Any particular kinds of programs that you would recommend for those? Um, and there, there are all kinds. I mean, there's even like a, a 3 or $4 I, iPhone and iPad app called Intro Designer that will let you replace text so you can have a nice little animated, you know, sizzly kind of intro. Um, sometimes folks will go to uh, freelancers on Fiverr and say, hey, I just need a quick little graphic or things like that. But for the most part, um, you know, even on YouTube, you can add lower thirds uh, if you are using an iPhone or an iPad, iMovie is a, a nice way to add some graphics. Um, what I always recommend uh, is that folks use templates wherever they can, so they're sort of starting with something. Um, oftentimes I'll just use like Canva for graphics, canva.com, uh, and then just take that graphic and put it as an overlay. So like, okay, you know, this coaching program now has an official logo and I'm gonna put that on the video. Uh, so that people will see that and start to associate it with the coaching program. So again, it's one of those things where a little uh, creativity goes a long way. Well, and also, like you've said, sort of being really clear about what you want that video for so mm -hmm. that you are thinking it all the way through. Yeah. What if somebody wanted to work like with somebody like you, an, an expert in the field, to mm -hmm. maybe take it to that next level? What kinds of things does a video expert help with yeah. somebody do? Well, what I do, or folks like me, is, you know, I really work on the, the marketing end of things. So, you know, I do video marketing because I sort of say, well, anybody can chop the first five seconds off a video. But, you know, I, my background is television and cable and things like that. So I come at it from a marketing standpoint. So if folks want to really be strategic and have, you know, like a 90-day video plan, figure out what kind of video they should be doing to achieve their goals, uh, I work with them on that sort of, you know, big picture strategy. So we may say, oh, you should be doing a YouTube SIP series and you should upgrade your homepage video and you should be doing Facebook Live, you know, twice a month, you know, that, whatever the case may be. And, and oftentimes I talk about finding your own video sweet spot. And what I mean by that is that, you know, for any coach or author or speaker, they may have a particular platform or style of video that they're drawn to. So for me, I love doing webinars and teaching and things like that. So my sweet spot typically is like a PowerPoint video that I narrate. So it's um, essentially like a webinar. So if I, uh, and you can do the same on, on Zoom, the platform that we're using here, you could say, all right, I'm gonna share my screen and show you my slides. And that way you can you know, disseminate a lot of information and still make it compelling and interesting. Um, so that's one 
you know, one person's sweet spot. Another one might be somebody that really just doesn't have any problem with being on camera and, and likes being on camera and wants to do talking head videos. Somebody else might, you know, do live streaming and Facebook live. So you really have to find the best fit for you and the best platform for you because again, that's going to be your sort of go-to video style. And if you find something you like, you'll do it more often and consistency is really important in video. What else makes video so compelling? I think part of it is just that it's um, very personal and engaging. So, you know, I feel like, and, you know, we've, we've known each other before this, but when you see somebody on camera, you feel like you know them, you, you can kind of make that connection. And um, it's also just great, you know, in terms of visibility, I call it the uh, I see you everywhere effect. If I go to a conference Somebody's like, oh my gosh, you're all over the place. And I feel like I know you because I see you on Facebook and I see you on Twitter and I see you on YouTube. And the truth is, it's like, well, I'm not really all those places. I just did one video and put it in six places. So, so it sort of, um, you know, gives you visibility beyond what you can do yourself. So you, you sort of uh, able to leverage your visibility that way by being, you know, seemingly many places at once. So that's a huge advantage of video. It's sort of the, the next best thing to being there live. And also uh, in terms of building credibility and expert status, you know, if I go on an interview like this and I don't make too much of a fool of myself, then, you know, hopefully I've built a little bit of credibility. Uh, same if you're doing a tip series on YouTube, if you say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm the expert in such and such, and I'm going to show you how to do X, Y, Z on YouTube. Um, great way to build credibility and to establish your expert. Um, you know, so, so you can become the go-to expert in your niche if you're able to dominate that space. Good. Well, you talked about this tip series, which mm -hmm. led me to think a couple things. Length of video, like length of time. So let's say you're working with somebody and you say, yeah, you're going to do a tip series on mm -hmm. YouTube. How many videos do you recommend being in that tip series and how long do you recommend those videos be? Yep. Again, you can do um, as many or as little as you need. I always say as far as length of video is don't make it any longer than it has to be to get the message out. So, you know, it could literally be 10 seconds or 30 seconds or three minutes, whatever it takes to kind of get the point across. Uh, I like tip series because you can get out a lot of information quickly and do a bunch of them. So I might do a whole series of how-to videos that are, you know, 30 seconds to one minute in length. And then I'll, you know, upload those or release them. I may batch them and do them all at once, but then I'll upload them, you know, once a day, once a week, whatever, depending on, you know, your goals. Again, um, if you're trying to get a lot of visibility in a short amount of time or launch a product or a service, you might sort of do, you know, three or four videos in a row each day. Um, and again, you know, those videos can be 30 seconds or they can be 20 minutes, depending on what the expectation is. If you say, I'm going to, teach you, you know, the first module of my course for free and it's 20 minutes and your viewer knows that going in, then, um, you know, it's really more about expectations. The viewer wants to know what's in it for me and how long am I going to have to invest in this? Okay. Which leads me to the next question of the, the beginning of a video. You're supposed mm -hmm. to capture somebody's attention in the first eight to 10 seconds, I think. Yep. So what should somebody lead into in, an, in a video that's going to grab somebody's attention? 
Yeah, that's a tough one because, you know, we have really short attention spans. And, and like you say, um, a lot of folks will say, you know, you've only got seven seconds to capture their attention or 10 seconds or whatever it may be. So typically you want to kind of lead with the problem like, hey, are you a so-and-so that suffers from so-and-so? So if you're, you know, you're kind of identifying your target market and addressing a problem or a concern that they may have. So I might say, you know, hey, are you trying to grow your business, but you have video phobia, you're afraid to be on video? Well, you know, so also putting you, you know, really putting you in those first few seconds so the person's thinking, okay, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, I have video phobia. I don't like being on camera, but I know I need to do it. And then you come into the, you know, well, I'm Lou Borton and I help entrepreneurs um, with their video marketing. So, you know, you want to grab the attention right away. I, st I still go back to what I used in college, which is the ancient um, attention, interest, desire, action formula, AIDA. So yeah, you've got to grab their attention. You have to, you know, spark their interest, you know, create a want or desire and have a call to action. Excellent. I'm, when you were talking about some of the, the tip series you've done, I'm curious if any of them are sort of public on YouTube, that if the audience wanted to mm -hmm. look you up and, and look at what some tip series might look like, whether there's any that are out there. Yeah, absolutely. I have a ton of stuff on YouTube. Um, I did one a while back and, and you know, I tried to make it so that the tips were more general and marketing oriented rather than really specific tech because the tech changes so fast. But I did one where I did like a 30 days of, of tips. So I did 30 tips. I recorded wow. them all in one Sunday afternoon. And I just went on, I had like one graphic for each tip. So like tip number one, you know, um, whatever it may be. Um, and I would come on camera like this on Zoom and say, hey, it's Laborton with day number one and tip number one. And today's tip is whatever that tip is. I go to the graphic um, and then I just say what the tip is. I come back at the end with a quick call to action, which is more than likely, you know, for more tips and information, visit lubortone.com. And that's it. It was like, you know, 30 seconds tops. Um, so I did a whole bunch of them all at once and then just released them one each day over the course of 30 days. And, so and it was very, you know, low tech, just um, using Zoom or some other, you know, similar recording device. And I had a slide, you know, a, a tip or a graphic for each one. And most that, of that was just because I didn't want to be on camera the entire 30 seconds. So. But that's so cool. You mm -hmm. sat down one Sunday afternoon and did 30 days worth of releases. And you, mm -hmm. you said that you kind of released them day by day. So now I'm getting sort of down to the nitty gritty again. Yeah. But, so I would... I'm going to assume, and you're going to correct me, that, mm -hmm. that you um, up, it's okay to upload them all at once, but you just put different dates on them, or how do you? Um, actually, when you upload your video, you can, you can schedule it like a blog post, so you can okay. have it come out at a certain time on YouTube. Um, more often than not, what I would do, you know, if I didn't want to get into all the scheduling, is I would probably upload, you know, five or ten at a time and make them unlisted and then go back and change it to public. Um, on the day that I wanted it to come out. Um, so really, you could just kind of go in and tweak the settings a little bit so that uh, it looks like it's coming out on a different day. And then I might, you know, if I was really being creative, I might remember to change my shirt so it didn't look like I was wearing the same clothes for 30 days. So, um, but again, those are little, you know, those are littler things. People are more concerned with the, the content than the quality. And, you know, we're not walking the red carpet. We're just trying to share some information with folks. So... So that's when um, I always say that the content is more important than the quality. 
I think that if if you guys have heard anything, it's from Lou, and uh, you've heard a lot, is that we don't have to be, you don't have to have a degree in video marketing to be able to get some good stuff out there and um, begin to establish your your brand as a coach. Um, and one of the other things that, that you said is, you know, create some clarity before you do that so that mm-hmm. you, like you couldn't have done 30 tips if you didn't have a clear plan of what the 30 tips right. were for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's actually, once you get into it, it's, you know, much less intimidating when you kind of break it down into like, okay, you know, Mike, this is going to be a tip series. I only have to do seven because I'm doing them for, for a week. Uh, you know, as long as you know your goals going in, it's not that difficult to get it going. And as long as you keep the technology as simple as it can be. So again, I, you know, I used Zoom. Um, and at the time, you know, because you can use Zoom for X amount of time for free, you know, I'm using a free service and a graphic that I created in Canva that just says, you know, tip number one. So, um, you know, streamline the process. Don't overthink it. You know, I always try and think, what is the shortest distance between me and a completed video? So um, that might be a quick on-camera video. In other cases, it might be, you know, oh, I've got this PowerPoint. I can narrate the first 10 minutes of it, and that'll be my, you know, my 10-minute video. That is great stuff. How often do you work with people who want it to be absolutely perfect before they can get out there and then they get stuck <laughs> and it never gets out there? Yeah, that's a big, the whole perfection trap is a big biggie. So I always say, you know, uh, done is better than perfect and a 80% video is better than a no video. So again, you know, people are very forgiving. Uh, they're looking for answers. They're looking for content. They're looking for, lo- for solutions that you may provide. So they're not going to say, oh, my God, you know, why is um, Lou's Wire doing this or that if they're more concerned with, like, okay, was there good content and did I get what I needed? Um, You know, admittedly, it's much harder for women because they probably feel like, oh, I've got to do hair and makeup and this and that. But, again, you know, I don't particularly love being on camera, so I just do a lot of off-camera PowerPoint, screen captures, screencasting, uh, animated videos, things like Animoto or Stupaflix that allow you to create videos with pictures and quotes. So there's more than one way to skin a cat and there's certainly more than one way to do a video. Excellent. You <laughs> talked about um, being a, getting it out, your tip series. You, you kind of sent it out day by day. What was the mm-hmm. other end of that? How were you letting people know that I have this tip series and it's coming mm-hmm. out over this next month? Yeah, I would promote it in social media. Um, and again, you know, the nice thing about putting a video up uh, as a tip on your website is you can also put that video on Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn or Twitter. So again, just like I would promote anything else, I would, you know, make people aware that it was happening. And um, again, if it's a series like that where I'm doing it for 30 days, um, you know, it sort of builds and the buzz builds over time. Um, and you know, some people will say, Oh, I missed yesterday's video. Where can I find it? Okay. Go back to YouTube and it's there. So, you know, each one sort of builds on the previous one Mm -hmm. and they start to kind of promote themselves. But obviously at the end of every video, I would say, you know, tease tomorrow's video. Tomorrow we're going to talk about such and such. So watch for that. Um, and then mostly I just had to remember to go back and make the video unlisted so people could see it. Um, Lou, I thought you were having another video today. Yeah. <laughs> it's there somewhere. I just forgot to <laughs> turn it on. And 
when somebody goes to YouTube to get it, you're not necessarily capturing their information to be able to access it, right? So what's mm-hmm. your thought about um, how you would build your contact information or build your mm-hmm. list using video? Yeah, it's tougher with YouTube because you don't own that real estate. So uh, everything that you do on YouTube, you want to ultimately lead back to your website or your landing page or someplace where you can you know, control that experience. So oftentimes, you know, for YouTube, it's a matter of um, I'll put you know, the link to my website in the description and make that sort of front and center. If you use the entire HTTP you know, in, in the video description, it will be a live link back to your site. You can also add, um, you know, call to action within the video or, or something at the end of the video that graphically sort of points them back there. So everything that I'm doing on YouTube, ultimately I'm trying to, you know, send that traffic back to my website or to my landing page where I can, you know, have better control over the experience. Well, and obviously if you're going places and people are saying, oh my gosh, you're everywhere, you're doing <laughs> something right. Uh, and and uh, how would you say the that as a whole, uh, video has enhanced, I mean, it's what you do. So video mm-hmm. sort of, it's, it's, but, and maybe I should say for clients that you work with, what does yep. video ultimately, what have you seen it do for your clients? Mm-hmm. It really kind of puts you on the map and can give you a ton of awareness. And for somebody like me, that's an introvert and, you know, doesn't necessarily like to do networking events or, you know, go to a lot of trade shows. It allows me to do that from you know my pajamas basically at home uh, and get a, a ton of visibility without ever leaving my phone or my computer. For clients, again, you know I've had um, clients, um, one that I'm working with now and have been working with for several years who um, you know didn't know like where's the button on the Mac where I turn it on? I just got a new Mac, so I mean like admittedly um, technophobic and you know not really complete newbie. And now, you know, she does uh, tips about vacation tips because she's in the travel industry. And, you know, one of her videos has 150,000 views. She's got a quarter of a million views on, on YouTube. And this is from someone who, you know, didn't know anything about video, was just sharing content and tips and organically, you know, grew her, you know, um, audience that way and now she's kind of you know being contacted by the Discovery Channel and, and really you know just again puts you on the map and allows you to not necessarily become a YouTube celebrity or YouTube star but certainly um, that's possible it's like the old I'm dating myself now but when when um, people used to discover movie stars at Schwab's drugstore in, in LA you know like YouTube is like the new Schwab's drugstore where you can be discovered Excellent. And even if you're not discovered like a star, you can be discovered by your niche and your target market. Well, and that's really what it's, I mean, it's not that per se, we're wanting to be movie stars or TV stars. We're wanting to Mm -hmm. get value out there to our niche market, to our target people and and have them say, I want what she can give me or what you can give me. Yeah, it's a great way to to reach your peeps, as I say. And and again, you know, sometimes my kids would come home from uh, school and say, hey, dad, um, you know, we we looked at your video in our class and we laughed at at you because you were doing something goofy. And I'm like, well, that's nice, but it doesn't do me any good at all because you guys aren't in my target market. I'd rather have 20 views from my target market than 200,000 views from you know, teenagers at the high school exactly. amused, amused that their dad is, you know, like, and, you know, I, I put Rocco, Rocco, come here. I put my dog in the videos. I wear costumes. I'll do anything to, 
you know, sort of deflect the attention away from me. And it works. It works for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience in something that I think a lot of us just don't know as much about as we'd like. And yet we know that video's hot and mm -hmm. we want to get out there. And um, one of my, I, I already told you, I, it was my last question, but I lied <laughs> because one more just popped into my brain. How important do you think it is for people to have a video on their their website homepage? Um, that is like the very first thing that I do with my clients if they don't have one. I think it's, it's not having a video on your homepage is a, a huge missed opportunity. And it's almost like not having a website would have been, you know, five or 10 years ago. So you want people when they come to your website to know who you are, what you do and how you can help them. And there's no better way to, to make that introduction than with video. And again, it only has to be a, a quick little 30 seconds of, you know, hey, glad you're here. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I can help you. Thank you for that. Thank you for letting me squeeze one last question <laughs> no in. So, Lou, I'm going to have um, contact information, everyone, for how to reach Lou on our contact page at starcoachshow.com. Thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. I hope each one of you is going away from this interview with more knowledge about how you can bring value to your market through video. I want to thank Lou for giving us so many options and so much wisdom about how to access the different platforms that are available and how we can bring our message to our audience through video. If you'd like more information about Lou Bertone or about our show, be sure to visit starcoachshow.com. Information about Lou will be on our resource page and be sure to sign up for our ongoing free book giveaway through the contact page. Our current book being given away is Results Coaching by Fran Schuster and her business partners. Now you might have noted during the interview, Lou made reference to the fact that we were also on video. And if you're wondering what's happening to all the video interviews that I'm doing, they are just one of the many things that are going to be available on our on upcoming Star Coach membership site. So be sure to keep your ears open for that. More information is coming. I am currently on the road and will be back in Texas in a couple weeks. And that's when you're going to get even more information about our membership site. So once again, thanks for joining the show. It's always a pleasure to have you here. This is your host, Meg Rentschler, wishing you the very best for your coaching success. We'll see you next week.